Hello and welcome to Living Jesus. My name is Chika Onyangsi and today we will look at the topic. Um, just before I get into what the topic for, for today is, I would like to say Happy New Year. You know, Happy New Year to everyone who listens to this podcast. Um, this is the year the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice because... Um, how our year will pan out will not be bound doing but we know that it is by the one who has called us to be and so we will be glad because whatever happens this year will be good will be great for us the darker the earth is the brighter we shine because the one who has called us is faithful so happy new year again and i would like you to be expectant because the god the lord god almighty has great things in store for us this year amen so our topic for today will be your god-given land that's what i'd like us to look at today your god-given land our text will be from leviticus 20 verse 24 and it says i'm reading the kjv version it says but i have said unto you ye shall inherit their land and i will give it unto you to possess it a land that floweth with milk and honey i am the lord your god which have separated you from other people. The Lord is telling the people of Israel here that he has given them that land, the promised land, the land of Canaan. He's given it to them and he's saying that he himself will bring them to that place. By his power, he will bring them to that place. By his might, he will bring them to that expected end. Hallelujah. He, he, he told them there's a land I'm taking you to. And this land I have promised your forefathers. But now in this generation, I'm going to make it happen. I'm bringing you to that land. And you, you best know that it will not be by your strength. It will not be by your power. Because I'm going to stand by you and ensure that you take that land. Hallelujah. Now, not everywhere is your land. Now, what's your land? Your land could be your, 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 your land, your physical land. Your land could be your business. Your land could be your job. You know, your possession, that which God has given to you to possess and rule over. Now, not everywhere is your land. There is a land that the Lord has said is yours. Your neighbor's land is not your land. Hallelujah. For those who want to covet what is not theirs, it's not yours. The crops on your labor's land is not yours. The land doesn't belong to you. So when you go to sow where it's not yours, you're bound not to eat the harvest because it's not yours. Hallelujah. Now, um, the land the Lord has given you is the one that is yours. Hallelujah. Now, that's where he has placed your milk and your honey, on your own land. He won't place your milk and honey on your neighbor's land. No. In your on your own land, that's where he will place it. Now, there might be giants on your land. But as long as God has said that it is yours, you can trust him to rid the land of all the illegal occupants. Your land might be so large, so big, it might be something so big. It might be things that the Lord is telling you about in the future. And there might be giants living there. 
There might be ruthless people living there, ruthless heathen living there, ruling over that territory. But I tell you, by the word of God, by the strength of the Holy Spirit, the one you belong to, all of those giants, all the Egyptians, you will never see them again because he will read them because they are illegal occupants. The day the land became yours was the day the Lord brought the word to you. That's the day it became your land. So for some of you, you already know that their territories already belong to you. But right now, as I'm speaking, it doesn't look that way. It might be a corporation and you pass by that building and the Lord is telling you one day this 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 corporation, this giant of a corporation you're seeing will be yours. It might not make sense to you because even the person who built the corporation is alive and everything is running and you're wondering how would the Lord take me from, from, from nowhere and say I will own this land. If the Lord has told you such a thing, you have better believe it because if he told you, then it is by his strength that he will bring you into it. Hallelujah. The promise of the land for the children of Israel, um, which are Abraham's descendants, was made to him in Genesis 15, 18 to 21. And that word stayed alive for hundreds of, hundreds of years. The children of Israel stayed in Egypt for over 400 years. But this word was given way hundreds of years before that time. And guess what? That word the Lord gave Abraham stayed for even till the time of slavery, it outstayed that time. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. I beg your pardon. Hallelujah. And no nation could prevent them from coming into what the Lord had promised them. For God stood on his word and brought it to pass. Now, the goodness you experience on your land, the beautiful things, all the awesome things on that land the labor that has been done on that land might not even come from you so you might find out that the lord is taking you to a land which you haven't even labored all the awesome things there and not your labor but the landlord is saying i'm taking you there you get there and you find everything easy it's been done for you already that one is a gift hallelujah every land given to you is a gift for the Bible in, in, in 1 Corinthians 10, 26, it says the, the earth is the Lord's and its fullness thereof. Everything on the planet earth belongs to God. So anyone given to you to rule is a gift. And you must be sure, you, 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 it, it is good for you to know that whatever it is he has given to you will not add sorrow to you. The blessings of the Lord make it rich. Hallelujah. So sometimes the Lord will take you to a place or bring, give you a possession that you didn't even labor for. And the Bible says that the forces of the Gentiles will be transferred to us. The wealth of Gentiles will be given to us. We didn't labor for that wealth, but it will be given to us. Hallelujah. If you look at Deuteronomy 6, hallelujah, I'd like us to just quickly read that. Deuteronomy 6, um, verse 10 to 11, it says, And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give thee great and godly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells deed which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. If you read down, it says they should be where? not to forget who brought them there 
But the Bible is saying that I would take you to that place where you didn't even plant, you didn't build, you didn't, you didn't fill with good, good, good things. You are not the one who did the work, but I'm bringing you to that place. And guess what? You'll be satisfied. You'll be full. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He pays to serve God. People don't know that. Your people busy working, uh, 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 doing stuff outside the will of God and paying with their lives. Then they get to heaven and find out they wasted their time here. Our life is a life of ease. Cast your cares. Cast your burden. Hallelujah. Now the satisfaction that your land gives cannot be gotten anywhere. If you are on another person's land, you can never be satisfied. If you are on a land that God has not said is yours, you will never find peace and satisfaction there. It's not yours. Your land is a gift from God. He's the one who makes rich without sorrow. Only him. Praise God. Now, you will not only be satisfied, but you'll be full. Your land is the one that God governs. For those who even perhaps a job has come to you, not every job is yours. There are specific jobs that are yours. And when the Lord says this job is yours, oh, you better rejoice. Because he will show himself strong while you're there. Because of you. The reason why the Lord will prosper that place is because you're there. I hope someone is really catching this. The reason why, because there are people working there, they might not be prospering, they might not be doing so well. You step on that land, things change. There's something you carry. The reason why Goshen became the best of land, became the preferred land, became the, the glorious land, was because God dwelt with the children of Israel there. Hallelujah. So if the Lord is the one who governs your land, meaning he's the Lord over your land, and he says, move in this direction, and you move, then you are sure that you will prosper there. After all, he's the one who brought you there, and he chose it specially for you. Now, should you not trust him to work it out for you? When the the Lord gave the children of Israel commandments about the year of Jubilee and the Sabbath years, you know, he was the one who made sure that he gave them a harvest of three years on the sixth year. So that they will not need to worry about the Sabbath year. Because on the Sabbath year, which is the seventh year, they'll plan for six years, harvest for six years. But on the seventh year, they are not to touch anything on that land. The land will grow itself, you fruits. Anyone can come and eat out of that land. But he promised them and he said, on the sixth year, I will give you harvest, so much harvest. I'll multiply your harvest such that on the seventh year, you have something to eat. On the eighth year, you, you are still eating from the harvest from the sixth year. On the, on the, in the ninth year, you are still eating the harvest from the sixth year. Your, your, your bands will be full. Hallelujah. So the Lord was the one who gave them that commandment and said, I will, I will see, I'm giving you this commandment on this land. Don't touch this land on the seventh year. What you are worried about, what you eat, don't worry. I will, I will, I will give you abundance such that you will not worry about what to give on that side. Some of you are on a land, the Lord tells you, sow seeds from that land. You are struggling. One, the land doesn't belong to you. You are only an administrator on that land. 
It says so. You don't even know why he's asking you to sow seed from the land. Give a portion of your harvest. Even if he says bring all the harvest. After all, the seventh year, he says don't touch anything. But he made sure to give them a harvest that will last them for over three years. He makes demands of you from your land and you're complaining. Then you go to social media and type all manner of nonsense against the Lord of hosts. And cause men that do not know him to blackmail his name. Or to blackfame his name, I beg your pardon. That's wrong. Meanwhile, I didn't see you go to that social media to announce how the Lord brought you to a great land and has upheld you. People were retrenched from the land. You were not touched. I didn't see you on social media typing that. But the moment the Lord asks for a seed, you go to social media and then you spread it because you want men. You don't want to do you don't want to do what it is he has told you to do and you want men to 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 help you confirm that you don't need to do you are you are joking you will lose that land and you will lose it quickly and it will be given to someone else who can do the bidding of the lord and that land because there's milk and honey there with or without you it must flow hallelujah and it is for the lord praise the lord your land is the best for you at that time wherever it is the lord has pleased you whatever position that's the best for you at that time so if you are looking in greed onto someone's own you will not it won't it won't work for you you will get there you will suffer you will labor in pain hallelujah in fact you are guaranteed to face famine and hardship anywhere else apart from the land where the lord has given to you you know the land of goshen like i explained earlier on that was given to joseph's family that's um, jacob and his household it was the best and god dwelt with them when the plagues flew left right and center in the land of egypt not one came to the land of goshen god preserved it and its inhabitants hallelujah because the lord was with them on that land when the angel of death came and it did enter the land the entire land of Egypt. He came, he entered that land. Even the land of Goshen, he passed there. Hallelujah. But he couldn't operate because the owner of the land, who is the one that sees ahead, had already told the administrators on that land, said, see what is coming. I want you right now, don't bother about asking me for details. Just do as I say. Hallelujah. Do it and you will leave. And they did it. And based on that instruction, they survived. What did the angel of death come into? It did. Hallelujah. It did. But not one was lost. The day you begin to see God as the owner of your land, you will find out that things will begin to change. You will have harvests that even you cannot explain how the harvests are coming to you. Stock markets crash. Mass retrenchments. Government policies that don't favor businesses. Even the dreaded outbreaks, such as coronavirus, it won't touch you. It won't t- is it universal? It's universal, but it won't touch you. It's a guarantee. Because there's something else that rests on that land that is beyond you. Hallelujah. So, God must be glorified because it belongs to him. Praise the Lord. 
Now, the reason why your land will prosper is because God dwells there. Now, sometimes it might even be that you only came to dwell on the land for a while, you know, just like Jacob did, you know, like Isaac did. And you will ex- and you experience terrible attacks here and there. You will still prosper. Why? Because what you carry is bigger than those who challenge you. They will still come and bow. Hallelujah. You cannot fail. Praise the Lord. Now, the more they challenge you, the more God proves himself because he's the owner. Hallelujah. So it's, it's beyond you. Praise God. Now, I would ask that you allow God choose your land for you. I will ask that you allow him rule over your land. Praise the Lord. To guide you. To show you what to do. So that you will reap harvest beyond your imagination. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Harvest that even you cannot explain. I would ask you, before you take that job, ask of the Lord, should I go? Before you build on that land, ask of the Lord, should it be? Before you go on any journey, anything this year, ask of the Lord. When he gives you that permission, you can go to bed no matter the challenges you face because you know he's with you. Before you go into that business, ask of the Lord. People sell pure water. People sell bottled water. People sell sell things that you would look and think there's no money in it, but they're cashing out in millions. It's their land. And if you start the same business, you probably won't prosper as much because it's not your land. Don't be greedy. Hallelujah. Can you commit your lands to the Lord? Say, how will I know which one is my land? Every recreated human spirit as a conscience and that conscience is governed by the spirit of god because you are a born again christian your conscience has now been taken over by the holy spirit so what flows from there will be right when you want to go in and you ask God, you might not hear the uh, audible voice of god but your conscience is alive because you have the holy spirit that quickens that brings alive you will know hallelujah you will know Thank you, Holy Spirit. I hope someone has gotten something here today. And I pray that this 2021, we will walk, walk, you know, circumspectly. We will, we will walk with information. All the word you've been hearing for years, what have you been doing with it? Don't hear and store and go here. Just, just a deposit, you know. Uh, you're just a place of deposit. No. What have you been doing with it? Practice the word. It is only those who are the doers of the word. They are the ones that reap harvest. You have heard this word today. Can you practice it? Can you do something with it? And as you do it, you become experienced and you can teach other people to do the same. Hallelujah. I'd like to um, ask anyone who hasn't given their life to Jesus Christ. This will be a good time to do so. Amen. The world is getting darker. Time is going. Time is not going to wait for you. Hallelujah. This might just be the last call you hear. Who knows? I don't know. Tomorrow, we do not know what tomorrow holds. But what we know is that the grace of God is with us. And so I'd like to call you to give your life to Jesus Christ. Change, repent, allow him transform you. Come into him. Come into that place where you cast your bodies and he takes care of it. 
Accept him as your Lord and Savior and let him rule over your life, your land, and all that you own. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you next week. Shalom.